1: Here's the Fangirls on Jackalope Radio.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Fangirl Radio Show. I'm your host Jessica Dwyer, and with me tonight is our is my special co-host uh, tonight is my husband Troy Dwyer, who is joining us for the second time in the history of the of the show. Welcome. <laughs> thanks,
0: thanks for having me again.
2: <laughs> I kind of don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do you. Um, so, uh, tonight's episode is a special one. It's going to be our Comic-Con special, and we're going to go over, uh, the cool, uh, the, the kooky and the awesome that is Comic-Con. I'm gonna give you a list of what is happening there. Um, my choice picks for what you should go see. Uh, this is happening next week. So as of this, this airing, um, we're gonna be airing on Thursday, so it'll be the following Wednesday will be preview night. And uh, there's going to be a lot going on uh, in San Diego. Typically, there's between 250 and 300 thousand people uh, wow. converging. That's crazy. Yes, it takes usually about 30 minutes to walk across a, a sidewalk,
0: and about four hours to get in. E-
2: even longer than that. <laughs> but uh, yes, 30 minutes just to walk across a sidewalk, not a street, not a mile. It takes 30 minutes to walk across a sidewalk.
0: And across a train track as well?
2: Sometimes, yes. The, the crowds are crazy. It, you just got to be prepared for that. But we'll get into that later in the show. I just wanted to um, give you an idea of what this episode's focus is going to be on our special focus. and um, uh, Troy has actually gone with me a couple of times to Comic-Con. He has witnessed the insanity that is there.
0: Yes, it broke me as a person. So. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been back in a while.
2: <laughs> he cut his hair off. He uh, went blind temporarily. <laughs> and now he's back. And, and he's not going this time. I am. I've survived it, I think, eight times now. But uh, he is. has uh, witnessed it. And he knows of what I speak. So um, before we get into Comic-Con, though, um, it, we have a lot to get, talk about in our Week and Geek segment. And the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Sean Aston is joining the, um, I don't know if, if, uh, I don't know if Troy actually knows about this. Um,
0: I do do not. If I, if I know what you're talking about, I do not know what you're talking about. Oh, wait, does that make sense?
2: That does not make sense. That broke my brain. Whatever you just (laughs) said just broke my brain um so sean astin is actually joining uh guillermo del toro's new tv series the strain now this is a really awesome um thing that's happening here with this uh the series um it's a it was a book series first del toro co-wrote it with um Another writer. And it has now been picked up to air on um, FX Network. It will be starting, I believe, this year in the fall. And um, it's already got some pretty amazing talent lined up for it. Um, we've got John Hurt. Uh, the uh, Kevin Duran is going to be in it. And uh, Corey Stoll, who... Um, if you haven't watched House of Cards on Netflix, you really, really need to. So... Um, now uh we've added Sean Aston to this mix and the series is um is following the the book plot which is uh a an airliner cr- uh crashes actually it lands perfectly i'm I, i'm uh telling you the wrong story uh the air, an airl- <laughs> sorry uh i was distracted by something outside of my uh outside <laughs> of my field of vision something flashed um, so an airliner um, lands perfectly, but no one gets off. It's completely dead silent, and no one knows what's going on. So they, of course, assume that something bad is happening. And what ends up occurring is vampires, but not oh, the... Oh, of course. But not, not
0: zombies, right?
2: Not zombies, okay. and also not the, we sparkle in the sunlight... We're not really vampires, but we'll say we are vampires um, that uh, will date your teenage daughter. Uh, These are our old school, scary as hell vampires because Del Toro don't mess around. So The Strain is going to be amazing. And it's on FX, which has given us stuff like uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy and just, you know, hardcore, really good, gritty drama. Um, And I have a lot of of uh, uh, faith in del toro the guy doesn't do anything bad um, and his co-writer chuck hogan is on on this with him as well and it looks like it's going to be great it's got a great a uh, bunch of good talent in it and uh, now that we had sean astin at it it's it's just going to get better so i am very very excited and of course we know we already love john hurt and uh
0: so when are, when are we seeing the show is it the so next season, I didn't catch. That.
2: I believe it's going to start um, late this year. Uh, the start date is September of 2013, is and it the release date is uh, 2013, so it will probably be starting sometime late later this year. Um, probably, I'm guessing around October. Uh, I can totally see them doing this as their their Halloween um, start, kind of pro- probably trying to um, compete with uh, the Walking Dead. That's what I'm guessing. guessing. Um, So I'm very excited about this. I think it's going to be great. And uh, so, yay, we have uh, Samwise Gamgee fighting vampires. (laughs) Yay. Um, So, kind of moving along in our Del Toro news. the, uh, there has been no secret that over the years that um, Guillermo del Toro is wanting to do a version of Frankenstein. And he's wanting to cast, uh, it's already, you know, he's not going to let anyone else touch it other than Doug Jones as the creature. And that would be amazing. And Doug is, you know, that is one of the things that we've talked about on the show when he's been on, that it's a dream of his to portray um, Frankenstein's monster.
0: So Abe Sapien is the Frankenstein monster. Yeah, I'll that's, also, what, that's the,
2: what you're saying. I can't believe you never remember Pan's labyrinth.
0: Uh, oh, I do, but I, I didn't know he was like three characters in that, right? Uh, two. Okay, so I just went with the one I knew.
2: One of which was Pan. <laughs> I, I, did,
0: <laughs> I didn't say. Listen, I didn't say silver server. Right, I said Abe Sapien. I thought that was that was fair. So you're saying that he's going to be a really lanky and thin and
2: Looks, have really uh, big
0: hands version of Frankenstein's monster.
2: Right. He's going to look more like the book's version and uh, also be more like the character in the book who actually talks and doesn't grunt or groan or anything oh. like
0: that. Is that going to be putting on the Ritz or anything?
2: No putting on the Ritz. <laughs> Although he can sing and dance as he's oh. told us and we've seen before. You know, he was Mac the Nut tonight. Yeah. You know.
0: Oh, that's right. That old McDonald's commercial.
2: Yes. And you can oh. tell because of the way the guy moves his hands. It's, it's, it's Doug. Cause
0: it's a creepy commercial.
2: It's awesome. I used to have. <laughs> I used to have the. I think I used to actually have the toy they did in their Happy Meals for that. At least I, I found out about them. If I, I, I maybe you know, well, asked
0: astros- you certainly have the diabetes that they gave you.
2: <laughs> Thanks. That's not personal. I'm sorry. Thank you for that. I'm sorry. No, you're not. <clears throat> anyway. Now the news is uh, another casting um, wannabe. Actually, it's funny how all of this stuff is going back to The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Samwise Gamgee in The Strain, and now he wants Smog in, in Frankenstein. Um, Guillermo del Toro really wants Benedict Cumberbatch to play Dr. Frankenstein, which would be... Khan. Mm, Khan.
0: Or, or Sherlock.
2: Hey, you know, some people haven't seen it yet. Okay.
0: Oh that really <laughs> no well, one's you know no one heard this yet
2: entertainment weekly already
0: yeah or, they broke this news in march
2: <laughs> yeah and and immediately took it down within an hour although the damage was already done the guy took a a screen capture of it um so anyway benedict cumberbatch uh actually played uh funnily enough Uh, opposite Johnny Lee Miller, both of them playing Sherlock Holmes now, uh, in a Danny Boyle-produced stage play of Frankenstein, which I actually was uh, lucky enough to see. Uh, They are not releasing this on DVD, by the way, which is very, very sad uh, to a lot of people because I personally would love to watch this again and see the switch because what happens in Danny Boyle's stage play is sort of brilliant. Uh, it shows the duality t- between the Frankenstein monster and his creator, who, um, you know, sort of, he's the, he is, the, the Frankenstein monster is the, the cr- part of Frankenstein in a lot of ways, they, the psychological aspects of it. And in Danny Boyle's stage play, um, Johnny Lee Miller and Benedict Cumberbatch switch places on, on uh, performances. So one day he it would be Benedict Cumberbatch as the monster. The next day it would be Johnny Lee Miller as the monster with Cumberbatch as the doctor. The version I got to see, um, I, I stupidly didn't go the second night it was playing. It was uh, playing live um, simulcast in theaters here in the States. Uh, I got to see Benedict Cumberbatch as the monster, and it was amazing. It was very, very, very good. And uh, he actually researched... Uh, brain damaged patients and things to um, you know medical uh, journals to see how people reacted that were um, had disabilities and how they would move and talk. So it was. Oh,
0: so we, so we went to Comic Con then.
2: <sighs> That's not nice either. You you're not winning fans, trying <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, um, I'm not. No, you're not. Remember that that discussion that we had not too long ago about the gal talking to a oh
0: the the undercover
2: (laughs) about killing her husband she was
0: smiling and talking about the upcoming demise of her husband yeah
2: yeah well remember what
0: i said well i remember telling you that i didn't want you to get any ideas
2: and my response was, why would I let someone else have the, the gratification of killing you?
0: That <laughs> yeah. uh, really, What really concerned me was how sincere you were. <laughs> the sincerity in your eyes. Yes. Anyway.
2: Remember, remember that the next time you have a snarky <laughs> remark about people that are going to Comic-Con. <laughs> like me.
0: Hey, I have shed blood at Comic-Con. I feel like I'm entitled to criticize it a little bit.
2: I, I do have to give one story of Troy at Comic-Con that, that, that uh, before. Yeah, I, I ought to hold off on it until we get to that point, but I really want to share it now because it's so funny and
0: um, just. Well, you're going to talk about Comic Con later. We'll just wait
2: till then. I'll just. I'll, I, I, there is one particular story I have to tell you all about my husband and Comic Con. Um, yes, it, it it involves a serial killer. Funnily enough, <laughs> doesn't it always? It always does with me. So moving along, um, another. Um, piece of of news that happened this week which a lot of people are finding ironic and funny and laughing at um orson scott card has asked for tolerance in regards to <laughs> people wanting to boycott his new film uh, based on his book ender's game uh that is coming out this year uh not a lot of people have a lot of sympathy for Orson Scott Card. Uh, He has been very vocal of late uh, in the last few years uh, against gay marriage and gay rights. And uh, so now, that is coming back to bite him as well as I believe it's Summit Entertainment is releasing uh, Game, And uh, he's asking for people to please, please spend your money and go see this movie that I'm going to probably get kickbacks on. Yeah. Tolerate it tolerate me though i will not tolerate you I, I think he actually said
0: you know that was 1984 and society was different back then so we need to look at it with a modern eye something yeah like that.
2: his activities with i believe it's the the this marriage council group are current so. yeah <laughs> so yeah um orson scott card asked for your tolerance of his non-tolerance
0: Yes, he, he wants you to forget what he said back in 1984 that he uh, that he truly believes in. But he wants you to forget it long enough so that you can enjoy his movie. And then I guess go back to remembering what he thinks about same-sex marriage and everything else.
2: Which is it shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. He's, it's a little bit like
0: the Paula Deen controversy.
2: Oh, by the way, I guess he's getting divorced now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. When did you hear that? Uh, just today, actually, uh, her husband's leaving her.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: It's sad. It's sad. And yet I can't, you, uh, it's just a self-destruction anyway. it really doesn't have anything to do with the weekend geek unless you ca- call it, you know, like biting chicken heads off. I don't know if she does that. Um, <laughs> she, was, a,
0: she was in Black Sabbath. That is, <laughs>
2: that's a geek thing. I know. That would know. be pretty cool. Uh, Paula Dean biting chicken heads off. No, I,
0: Paula Dean in Black Sabbath would be pretty cool.
2: Oh, no. Okay,
0: I think I just upset many black savages.
2: But that's okay. No. <laughs> See, why are you doing I don't
0: know why. <laughs> I didn't know she was getting a divorce. She's has a lot of um Problems. A lot of problems this last two weeks.
2: It's funny how stuff that people have said and have done come back to bite them. It sort of goes back into the whole Orson Scott card thing.
0: <laughs> I know it's. I know I feel that way. It comes back to me every time I think I said I do.
2: No, oh yeah, stole my I th- joke. I did, <laughs> stole my joke.
0: I get, I get fifty percent of your joke,
2: so you get the do part. <laughs> ah, zing, zing of the day. It's moving on, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to talk about this very quickly. Um, Dragon Con is on my bucket list of things I want to do before I die. And um, if you don't know what Dragon Con is, I'm surprised you're listening to this show. Dragon Con is perhaps the only um, convention that can, although the Wizard, Wizard Worlds are coming up on it, and New York Comic Con as well is getting up there. New York Comic Con is almost as big as San Diego Comic Con. But I think Dragon Con may be the only one that can really give San Diego Comic Con a run for its money in terms of people and hugeness. Uh, so <clears throat> something that's been going on for a long time there's been some legal issues with a uh, gentleman that started dragon call um, was one of the the first founders of the of the convention edward kramer and uh if If you go online, you can find out all the information on this gentleman and and what 's been going on but uh there's been a call to boycott the convention due to the fact that uh, Dragon Con was not able to sever ties with this man, and so money that were uh, coming into the commission were still going to him. Ah. So um, Dragon Con was getting ready to be um, fairly widely boycotted from what I can tell. There's a lot of stuff if you go online. Uh, Nancy Collins was very vocal about this, um, as well as some other people. I actually posted about this on uh, fangirlmag.com, but uh, it, it it bears repeating that now dragon con has finally managed to sever ties with edward kramer and you can go to dragon con without um with the knowledge that no money is going to him
0: so where is this uh dragon con held
2: it is held in atlanta georgia and and it is a huge convention um cosplay is one of the biggest things there um as well as it's very author friendly uh, which Nancy Collins is one of the um, one of my favorite vampire authors. Uh, if you haven't read any of her stuff, you really should. Sonia Blue was one of her creations, um, but uh, it's it's really great. It's got uh, if you go on their website, uh, I believe it's dragoncon dot com. You can go look through their list of guests, and they have tons and tons of guests. They have a lot of fan friendly like filking is another thing that they do. Their fan songs. Um, it's, it's a huge, huge event. And uh, I actually, it's like three hotels connected together. So you never have to go out into the blistering, boiling, evil day star sun <laughs> of Georgia. You can just stay inside.
0: It's- Atlanta is known for a <laughs> tea. It has been known to get hot there.
2: Yes. Um, so uh, it's, it's really, uh, one of those events that I want to go to at some point before I croak. I believe it happens, I may be wrong, but I think it happens every September. Um, so Dragon Con, you can go there now and not have to worry about, um, where your money is going if you're, if you're concerned about that. It's, they have severed ties with Edward Kramer. Uh, so moving on to our next bit of news. And now Troy and I argue. <laughs> ben Diesel is oh, yeah. uh, posting pictures right and left um, via his million fan powered Facebook page that yes Ben Diesel owns Facebook now that's that's sort of surprised a lot of people how many people that he has on there following him. It's in the. You I, would think that. I think was, he
0: was one of the early backers of Facebook.
2: He totally was, and what's even cooler about Ben Diesel, if you don't know, is he's d and D player, and has been for years, and so he's a big old geek. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, his his the amount of people that follow him on Facebook is the equivalent of what a Twitter followers would be for a lot of other people. But he has been there since the beginning and he loved, he was smart enough to utilize it to get his fan bases out there. That's why um, my secret shame of fast and the furious love is shared by so many people because you know, that's how he got a number one movie out of the sixth one. Was it the sixth movie?
0: It was, but it's also because he somehow defies the the laws of physics and everything he does. That's how cool he is.
2: That's that's how big he is. Yeah. Although I, the Rock is still,
0: bigger. I think the Rock is bigger than
2: he. Yes. The Rock is still bigger than Vin Diesel, which kind of frightens me. someday if I ever meet the Rock, I'm going to be like, "Damn, <laughs> you really are that big." <laughs> he's playing Hercules, by the way, but he is, this, he is. and he's tweeting pictures of, of the Vin helmet. Thing. Yeah, of the helmet. Yeah. Um, but back to Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is posting around that he's um, going to be in the Avengers 2, although that's not confirmed yet. Uh, He went to Marvel Studios to talk about being in the Avengers 2 as a character. Now, no one's actually said what character he's trying out for. There's, no, there's no, no confirmation of anything, really, other than he was there and talking to them. And he's posing in front of this old Avengers uh, cover of a comic book. Now, this is where Troy and I disagree. Who do you think he's going for?
0: I think that he is going to be mistakenly cast as, I think it's Dr. Pym, is that the name? Pym,
2: um, uh, yes. Ms. Yes,
0: Dr. I think Pim. he's going to be mistakenly cast as Dr. Pym. Who is Giant Man? Well, or, or Ant-Man.
2: He's also Ant-Man. Now, I don't think that's happening, and the reason why is Ant-Man has his own movie. He'd be talking to Ed- Edgar Wright right now.
0: But wouldn't but watched. wouldn't he have to talk to the Marvel suits first?
2: Not if he's talking about doing something with Avengers two. So, because that's all. That's all. Joss. That's all. The great guy Joss.
0: Okay. So I, I have a question. So. Is the Avengers two going to come out before the Ant Man movie?
2: I think so because I think Ant Man is part of that next phase of Marvel. Right,
0: Phase Three, I think they say Phase said. Three. So it it does stand to reason that if you were going to introduce a character who is going to then have his own launch pad, you'd probably want to put it in the movie that's going to guarantee make a billion dollars, right? But
2: Pym has a specific look. And ben Diesel, and this is where i'm I'm saying I think I know who he's trying for. I think he's going for vision
0: yeah, no
2: <laughs> I don't know about that i He looks like vision, he's got that bald head mm. he 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 could do it, and he's got that voice, and he's already played a robot.
0: I don't think that he um is a good fit for Dr. Pym, I just think that. He's going through a lot of trouble, you know. Tweeting these pictures, you know, kind of pointing at you know Giant Man or Ant Man, and he's saying, you know, you know, we'll I. See. Well, now, now in 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 your camp, in your defense, right? He said something like, "I have a tunnel vision when I'm doing these projects," and you know, people construed that to mean, was he talking about playing Vision? Was he talking about Vision being part of the of the the movie's plot arc? Because I guess. Um. Vision was the nemesis of Giant-Man.
2: Well, and there's another there's another camp as well, people thinking he is trying to be Black Panther. But I don't think that's going to happen.
0: No, he's going through a lot of trouble pointing at these, you know. Giant-
2: right. Well, and also uh Vision is tied to to Henry Pym as well because he, right, Vision Vision was yeah, right. created by a robot uh to kill the robot's creator which is right him, the the robot ultron so i it could go either way he may not even get the job no no one knows i mean it's it's right now very early days yet on all of this what i'm curious about um is the fact that you know marvel uh marvel 3 uh that group of films one of them a lot of people have already know this is going to be dr strange i'm curious to see who they're going to get to play that role now what i always thought would be a great fit for that is johnny depp now the problem with johnny depp right now is the fact that the last two films he's done have bombed and one of them was a disney flick right and he's cost them like well it's not his fault Disney has, of late, hasn't really been the best when it comes to marketing, and so for this, uh, for the Lone Ranger, has lost the studio a hundred million dollars.
0: Well, we don't, we don't know yet.
2: Like a hundred thirty, uh, it, it could do better overseas than what they're thinking because Johnny right. Depp is considered almost a god in some in other countries. Uh, they just absolutely love him.
0: But it's virtually guaranteed the bomb, I think is what they said.
2: Yeah, it's not going to do nearly as well as they thought it would. Um, Kind of like another John Carter. uh, But once again, in that case, Disney didn't know how to market it. They kept changing the title like four or five times. Um, What uh, some people don't know is when I was covering Fright Night for Horror Hound, uh, the magazine I write for, they – um actually the girl that was doing the PR for the movie actually asked me you "Have any ideas on what we can do?"
0: <laughs> That's never a good sign.
2: And I gave them some. And I told them push David Tennant because that will get you all the all the uh the geeks and the Doctor Who fans. You know, it's you really need to push that that character and that actor specifically because he's huge. And they didn't do that. Um one thing I did tell them to do, make Peter Vincent tour t-shirts and give them away at conventions and things. You know what they did? They actually made them. And they didn't give me one. <laughs> I, I found them online. Someone, they, they actually made them. And I'm so pissed to this day. I didn't even get one. my damn idea. <laughs> and they didn't even give me one.
0: I guess you're going to go to Cafe Press and get one made up now.
2: Well, I... No, I'm just bitter about it now. It wouldn't be the same. <laughs> just disgusted, bitter about it. Uh, so, anyway that that's what's going on right now with Vin Diesel and Marvel. And uh, as the the rumors run rampant, um, that's going on. So I I find that funny. Um, so in the world of uh, newly released trailers, actually, um, I believe this one was released. Uh, oh, I think it was yesterday. I have to keep in mind when this when we're airing, um but there is a new child's play movie coming out, and the cool factor of this is first of all, you ready to feel really old sure twenty five years ago, I believe it was child's play came out okay. child's play came out 25 years ago
0: i don't i don't think i actually saw child's play in the theater when it came out i think i saw it much later really yeah
2: god you deprived childhood man i went it was a good movie (laughs) yes it was um funnily enough fright night connection chris sarandon and company were in that um so anyway back to curse of chucky which is the new film uh, it's coming out in celebration of the 25th anniversary of the original film's release. And if you watch the trailer, you'll notice that uh, Chucky doesn't look a damn bit like he did in Seed of Chucky or um, Bride of Chucky. They've gone back to the original perfectly made doll.
0: So he doesn't have like the scars. And... He doesn't
2: have the scars. He doesn't have the, the staples or any of that stuff going on. He um, looks, the doll looks even creepier that way with it. Being just normal.
0: <laughs> is Brad yes. Dourif still doing the voice?
2: Bra- of course he is. And bonus, he brought his daughter along. Oh. He, uh, his daughter is actually going to be fighting him in this, from what I can tell. Her, her name is Fiona Dourif, and she's a lovely girl, and she's going to be in this movie um, fighting her dad, who was a doll, funnily enough. And uh, it looks actually, what they've done, there's no wisecracking here. This is old-school, creepy-as-shit Chucky. he's He's not nice. He's not quippy. From what I can tell, this is back to that um, setting in the elevator, um, going to jump on you and try to bite your face off doll. <laughs> and it's great because now instead of a little boy this time, it's a little girl that um, the doll is given to. So it, it looks really, really good. Very dark. And um, I, I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm actually excited because I love Bride of Chucky. Seed of Chucky became way too jokey and cracky with with how it was going. I mean, it had John Waters in it. And- is,
0: is that the one where the where they conceived the the doll child?
2: That was well, yes, but you didn't see. I don't think you've seen Seed of Chucky. I now can't I went remember. To, I went by myself because you were going to like a Toby Keith concert or something.
0: Oh, I, that, I think I got the better end of the deal on that.
2: I don't think so. I still like the movie probably better than <laughs> <laughs> the Toby Keith concert. Um But Bride of Chucky was the one that we got Tiffany in, who, of course, everyone that's seen any of my photos on Facebook know I love the Tiffany. Um, I dress up as her, and I actually destroyed my wedding gown to be Tiffany. (laughs) I think I recall that, actually. Yeah. Well, I'm only going to wear it once, so might as well get some use out of it. Might as well be Tiffany. I might as well be Tiffany. Um, And then I ended up doing Carrie with it, too.
0: (laughs) You know what? I think I did see this movie with you. Seed of Chucky? I, I read. Is this the he one where the where the, the is this the one where they have the two the two Chucky and um, Bride of Chucky and they're like behind? They have that's, like a. Sh-
2: that's Bride of Chucky.
0: Okay. That, okay. Maybe Cedar I didn't see that. Chucky
2: this. is where. Actually, you know what? This is ridiculous. Everything keeps going back to the damn Lord of the Rings. See Chucky. <laughs>
0: does, doesn't it always?
2: It always does. That movie is just this ridiculous. See Chucky actually had Billy Boyd, who was Pippin. Um, played Glenn and, Glenn slash Glinda, who was the the seed of Chucky of the title, the the son slash daughter. He had issues. Um, child of Tiffany and Chucky. So yeah, it's an interesting film. It's I it, it's sort of one of those ones that breaks that barrier between reality and film because Jennifer Tilly's playing herself in it.
0: Ah, uh, right. That sounds familiar.
2: Yeah, it's very weird. There's like milk. There's like turkey basters being used and things, and just it's very, very, oh, oh. It's so, very.
0: so when is this new Curse of Chucky coming out?
2: Curse of Chucky's coming out later this year. Um, actually, I believe it's going to be released in um, September, I believe October. Another October release. Yeah, Halloween October eighth. Yes, another. It's another Halloween one, and it may. I I may be wrong on this, but I think it's going direct to video. Possibly. Um, yes, it is going direct to DVD and probably have that video on demand thing going on too. Um, but yes, so Curse of Chucky is coming out this year. Yes, I'm 38 years old and I feel old today as I realized that I was 13 when I went to saw Chucky <laughs> in the theater. It, it explains so much. <laughs> Imagine how
0: Brad Dura feels.
2: Hey, leave Brad Dura alone. He still looks the same. Yeah, he does. That's kind of
0: He looks like the Mentat from Dune.
2: Because he was. Yeah. Um, so today, um, speaking of um, trailer releases and a remake, uh, no doubt, um, we got to see the first Red Band R-rated trailer for Spike Lee's remake of Old Boy. So, Troy, have you seen Old Boy? Do you even know? I- Anything? I
0: have not. I know a little bit about. It. I have not actually seen Old Boy before. Okay.
2: Do you know the evil twist in the movie? No, I do not. Do you want me to tell you the evil twist, or do you want to watch it?
0: I want you to tell me the evil twist. I think that'd be fun.
2: Okay. So, Old Boy, spoilers, was a um, film uh, that was done by the awesome uh, Park Chan Wook, and it was released back in 2003. It was at, it was based off of, I believe, a um, manga and it's uh the story of this man uh who odaisu who is imprisoned they they he's a drunkard he's kind of like a a smart ass drunk and he gets put in prison not really a prison but he is imprisoned in this apartment where he's gassed he's kept there for like 15 years and it's weird all he has with him is a um, television set and he's fed and he's fairly well cared for but he's in this room for 15 years and never allowed to leave and then one day he's suddenly set free so he has to find his captor in five days and figure out why he was imprisoned it's this just bizarre psychological mind f of uh, a film so what happens in the film it's very twisted and i I'm, I'm getting ready to spoil it for you. I mean you it's it's just a jacked up movie, but it's amazing and it's pretty as well. Very, very dark, very twisted film. What happens is you realize that the reason he's been locked away is that the man um, he cost this man his sister's life, and what happened was he walked in on when he was younger in high school, this um, ma- man and his sister going at it okay and he starts a rumor that that's what happened and that she was pregnant by her own brother which may or may not been true i don't think it was um could have been though uh and so what happens is his sister kills herself because of this rumor and so all these years later he never even thought about it what his his talking about things had done and cost this guy who actually was in love with his own sister so he gets back at him, and uh, Odaisu had a baby girl and a wife. His wife was murdered or dies at some point, and uh, the little girl at, from the age of four on is raised vicariously by this man who Odaisu uh, cost the love of his life. Can you guess where this is going?
0: I, um, so jigsaw captures him and puts him in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. What happens is uh, this young lady um, finds him and helps him, and they end up knocking boots.
0: Hmm.
2: Young lady ends up being his own daughter.
0: Oh, that's nasty. Was this Arkansas?
2: It's well, he doesn't know it because oh. he's never seen her in like these fifteen years. So the, the I, I think
0: you would I think you would know.
2: <laughs> no no i think i think you would and, know and there's other there's other factors here as well but anyway okay. old boy was a very very jacked up but awesome movie and a lot of people hold it in very very high regard so when spike lee comes along um by the way the revenge of this whole thing it, the, the whole thing is just so whacked out all the stuff that goes on you really should watch it it's on netflix streaming along with the other um, of Vengeance films, like Lady Vengeance, um, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Um, and they're all on Netflix streaming, and you should check them out. They're all really good. Uh, so Spike Lee comes along and decides he wants to remake Old Boy. And a lot of people were like, no! Uh, but, you know, at the same time, it's based off of a comic. So, you know, it's... Eh, it, it could go either way. Uh, I think a lot of people are, are gun shy of remakes because they're not always well done. Definitely.
0: Plus, um, you said the old boy originally came out in ninety. I'm sorry, two thousand three. Correct. So it hasn't even been that long. So ten years.
2: Right. Right. So, um, but Spike Lee comes along and says I, he wants to remake it and uh, make an American version of the film slash comic so he casts some amazing people in this sam jackson elizabeth olsen josh brolin shalto copley great uh just you know a lot of good talent and it's spike lee guys known for making pretty good movies so uh they finally released and here's one part of this too as well some people have already seen like a rough cut of this movie and I don't know how it's happened, but the person who saw the rough cut was saying they've made it darker than the original. <laughs> I'm like, how the hell is that possible?
0: Now now I want to see
2: it. I, I'm like, how do you make this darker than the original effing movie? It's so jacked up. Anyway, so... um. Now they've released the first uh, red band trailer, and a lot of people were already like, "No, I don't want to see this." Well, they released the the um, first poster from the film, and I like the fact that um, on the poster, the world, the word "old boy" is actually in Josh Berlin's own handwriting. So that's kind of neat. I like oh, that. How did you find that out? Um, it was online. They they were talking about it. Oh, yeah, uh, and so. Uh, the trailer came out today and it looks awesome it looks really really good and it's the red band trailer so it's got like sex violence and um, the hammers of course in there there's a hammer there's lots of things ha- being hammered um it's all safe and uh <laughs> What's even Was
0: that a double entendre that you just used? Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, that's that's not right.
2: Maybe. Um. There's teeth pulling and things like that. Too. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, I'm telling you, you need to watch it. Um. So anyway, the trailer looks amazing. Josh Brolin looks great. I think he's going to do an, a great job in this. He's a I I love him as an actor. Anyway, he actually made me um, like George W. Bush thanks to his portrayal of him in W. Um. So it looks like a great film. The Copley's playing the Bad guy, and from what I read about what they've they've tweaked the backstory um from the film on on uh, just how many people are sleeping with close relations in this. <laughs> relations relations um so. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. It looks beautiful. Sam Jackson looks great in it, too. It looks like a complete freakazoid. And Michael Imperioli is in it. And it just... I, I'm I'm actually looking forward to it. Once again, another October release, October 25th.
0: Wow. So some uh, good movies coming out in the fall.
2: Yeah. I, you know what? A lot of people are saying that they're kind of sad. Like, there's so many movies that are flopping. Like, there's going to be a, a a couple of weeks here of flop films. But so far, this year has been... An awesome one for movies to me. I, mean, I think
0: I think generally for me, I've been I've been fairly happy with the, most of the things I've seen.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be a great. I, I, you know, I I've got a lot of faith in this year for for film, and so far I've not really had a bad one that I've seen yet. Um, the uh, the um, the one coming out this week that you and I are going to see tonight, I guess, would be the best. <laughs> description oh
0: pacific rim
2: pacific rim we're going to be seeing pacific tonight Rim tonight at 10 o'clock tonight and giant
0: robots <laughs> how can you go wrong on a giant robot monster movie
2: i know with ron perlman
0: with ron perlman yeah and delta salva
2: or- uh, oh yes we're constantly the apocalypse. <laughs> i'm the bitches oh uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be um that's going to be great. That's, and, and Del Toro, once again, I mean, the guy can do no wrong. I've not seen a bad Del Toro film. Uh, so And also, if you uh, you guys out there, if you get a chance, you really should check out Mama. He produced it, but it's one of those dark, fantasy, beautiful films that he's really good at making. Um, so he's producing it, and it's it, if you haven't seen it yet on DVD, you really should check it out. And
0: there's Doug Jones in, in that movie as well.
2: No, he is not. But, um, I can never say his name right, but Jamie Lannister is. Oh, okay. I call him Jamie Lannister. From from
0: Game of Thrones.
2: (laughs) From Game of Thrones. He's in it.
0: So that's who he's known as now. He's just Jamie. He's a Lannister. He's a Lannister. Lannister. Okay.
2: (laughs) He's the non hand Lannister. (laughs) He doesn't have a hand anymore.
0: (laughs) He's cool hand Lannister.
2: Cool hand Jamie? Jamie, yeah. Cool hand Jamie. Um, so, uh, where are we at on time? We've been talking a lot. <laughs> oh, I think we've got about another 20 minutes. Okay, cool. Then um, I'm going to give you a real quick rundown. Uh, Netflix has added some new films and things for you to stream. So what you streaming, what you should be streaming. Um, monkey Bone has been <laughs> oh, added. Oh, Monkey Bone. <laughs> Don't ever forget the Monkey Bone. Um, monkey Bone, which was the very odd... Brendan Fraser Brandon film. Brendan Fraser, yeah. That actually, I think like uh, Edgar Allan Poe was a character in this. It's it's just a very weird movie. Yeah. If you never got a chance to check it out, it is now on streaming on Netflix. You, if, if you really want to blow your mind, take a lot of drugs and do a double feature of Monkey Bone and Cool Cool World, and then you'll like freak yourself out. <laughs> Yes. You should give,
0: I, give them one of those um, epilepsy warnings.
2: <laughs> definitely. Um, another one that is up there now, um, they've added quite a number of um, Masterpiece Classics and Masterpiece Contemporary um, movies, which is great. Um, one of the ones that they've added for Masterpiece Classic is this beautifully done version of Great Expectations that has um, Gillian Anderson as uh, Miss Havisham. And uh, it looks really beautiful, and you should check it out. It's three parts, three episodes, so it's kind of long, but it's worth watching. Uh, another um, that they added was this very different little film that a lot of people have absolutely adored called Upstream Color. It's a, a different kind of a sci-fi fantasy romance in... You should check it out. That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Oh, so what's... I've never heard of that. What's it about?
2: Uh, Upstream Color is... um, It's sort of hard to describe. It's about this man and woman, and they are given... uh, They've been... They get... They're abducted, and they're given these hallucinogenic um, things that are taken from a flower. They're hypnotized, and they... Their lives are completely wrecked by this, and it's sort of... They have to be together, and it's, it's kind of a – I don't want to ruin it. You have to watch it. Okay. Uh, it is on uh, Netflix streaming, so you can check that out. Uh, and one more to give you uh, before we get into Comic-Con is Ken Burns' Prohibition has been added. I, I love Ken Burns. He does really cool shit and um prohibition is a really cool uh, three-part i believe documentary that he did that talks about how um, the fight against liquor what it cost people and then how it how prohibition changed everything and then didn't and the effects on uh, America during that time and then the um when prohibition was appeal- repealed so it's like a three- part documentary. It's got some beautiful uh, footage in it from uh, the time period, and you'll learn a lot stuff that I didn't know about and if you're a fan of um, uh, Boardwalk Empire, this gives you a great insight into some of the stuff that was going on at that time and how Boardwalk Empire came to be like a real you know the the reality of it and the things that went on at that so time. So is
0: this um, Ken Burns production, is this going to be a lot like his World War II?
2: Uh, correct production yeah okay. it's 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 done with actors doing reading actual documents from the time and um it's really really well researched and you've got experts talking about um about what went on then and it i've learned stuff i didn't have any idea about and it's like women were um going into bars and like just throwing crap at the windows and and just busting them up and the guys were sort of like what do we do it's a woman we can't beat her up he's destroying our booze you know basically <laughs> yeah. so and and they couldn't they didn't and they just this one gal just kept going around and and busting up bars and stopping it so, so it's
0: like the prequel to coyote ugly S- with with less
2: dancing i guess i guess maybe maybe okay okay so comic con um- Comic Con! Uh, Comic Con is happening next week and starting on, uh, Thursday. Wednesday night is preview night. Um, Thursday, um, the big thing at Comic Con this year is television. More so than film, really, I think. Um, But TV is definitely taking center stage at Comic-Con this year. Uh, There's a ton of new TV series that they're highlighting. And, of course, this is probably helped along by the fact that The Walking Dead has kind of taken over everything. Um, Television is is big news. They know it. And um, really, nowadays, for your horror fix, a lot of people are going to TV. So there's that. Um, so Thursday, some of the highlights that you, um, should be aware of that are going to be big, uh, Sherlock is coming to Comic-Con for what I believe is the first time. And I'm, when I say Sherlock, I'm talking about Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock, not elementary,
0: right? The BBC production,
2: the BBC production, which elementary was ripped off. um, Right. Um, Intelligence, Josh Holloway's new series that's being produced by J.J. Abrams is going to be there that day. But the big news, um, two things, the big news that is happening at Comic-Con on Thursday, July 18th, the 20th anniversary of The X-Files is happening and Duchovny and Anderson are going to be there.
0: Now I feel old. See, I didn't feel old before when you brought up Chucky, but 20 years with uh, The X-Files, that does make me feel pretty old.
2: Yeah, me too. What did we see before we got married?
0: That's right. The night before we got married, we saw X-Files, the movie.
2: Yes, we did. And we still got married because it wasn't <laughs> the second X-Files. I think if we saw the second <laughs> X-Files movie, we would have saw it as a bad omen and not got married.
0: I don't even remember what the second X-Files movie was about. Was,
2: like severed heads. Being was he
0: abducting out. people from a, an, a swimming pool? I or
2: was trying to make his boyfriend into a woman. I don't remember. Put
0: the lotion on their skin. I man.
2: blocked it away. I yeah. blocked it. Um, Dexter's actually going to have its final appearance there that day. <clears throat> but the other big one is Hannibal is going to be there for the first time. But no Hannibal, and as far as I know, is going to be in there. Bads Mickelson is, is not listed. Okay,
0: as- so the TV show Hannibal, not the movie.
2: Exactly, yes. Okay. Hugh Dancy's going to be there, though. Um, I believe Brad Fuller is going to be there. Brian Fuller is going to be there. Um, so that's happening on Thursday. Friday, the big, big news is Walking Dead and S.H.I.E.L.D. And you're not going to be able to see both. You're going to have to pick because there are 10 minutes within one another. And one's in Ballroom 20 and one's in Hall H. And you can't do both.
0: So you have to pick whether you want your Joss Whedon fix or you want your zombie fix. That's what you're saying.
2: Correct. Because um, Joss is in house for S.H.I.E.L.D., as is Clark Gregg. Yay!
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm going to have to go with with the S.H.I.E.L.D. on this one. Because, you know, Walking <laughs> Dead's been around for a couple seasons, you know, but the S.H.I.E.L.D. just starting out, That that would be...
2: Uh, it, it's still going to be a hard choice for a lot of fans and it kind of sucks that they're making them do that um also that day um which is friday the 19th um the world's end edgar wright simon Pegg, nick frost are all three going to be
0: <sighs> that'll be great
2: and vin diesel riddick is going to happen yeah that day.
0: ant-man ant-man will be at comic-con
2: no it's not ant-man it's not <laughs> robocop is actually happening happening that day too uh sony screen Gems is going to have the, probably what is going to be the first footage of robocop shown
0: and this is the re- remake of robocop the
2: remake of robocop and i believe sam jackson's in the house for that too because he is in it uh-huh. um let's see and then that is friday so saturday which is typically the big big day um but i think yeah, Saturday's probably still going to be a pretty big day. Um, they're going to have Bates Motel is going to be happening that day. Um, the Once Upon a Time uh, in Wonderland as well as Off to Neverland is happening. Um, I say Off to Neverland. I believe this is the regular Once Upon a Time um, because they're heading to Neverland in the show. Uh, Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures um, are going to have Godzilla And the big news with Godzilla, the rumor is that they're going to have Godzilla come out of the ocean.
0: Wait, like actually at the convention?
2: At the convention, they've actually scarified some of the buildings to look like he's he's (laughs) already done stuff to them. But the rumor is he's going to come out of the water. I don't know how they're going to pull that.
0: Like from the marina, like right up to the convention center. Yes. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be worth going to to Comic Con just to see. If that
2: that happens, I'll poop myself
0: (laughs) someone needs to get this on youtube when it happens
2: yes um also another thing that you have to keep in mind i don't think it's going to happen but sherlock's happening on thursday if you hear like a mass of giant popping sounds that's every ovary of every woman in (sighs) hall if he walks out on or i'm sorry i think that's going to be in ballroom 20 yeah so yeah if if benedict cumberbatch walks out on the stage in ballroom 20 you'll hear it now I did
0: hear that they said that there was going to be a big surprise with um, Sherlock.
2: If he walks out on that stage, it's over. Uh,
0: yeah, but but the, you, now you told me that they're not doing publicity for the Desolation of Smog, right? The Hobbit. There,
2: nothing, no, no Hobbit at, at Comic Con this year, which is making a lot of people sad.
0: Okay, so it's it's reason to believe he actually might show up, right? He
2: he might, he might. That
0: would be pretty cool. I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you had to get your bucket? bucket
2: list, I think all set my bucket list up. yeah so um also on saturday uh marvel studios is going to be in the house which a lot of people did not think was going to happen um because disney has their own convention that they do every year now d or every other year i think it is d23 or something like that so but they are bringing thor the dark world and captain america winter soldier to comic-con on saturday that's a big deal. Uh so and then the other big deal that is happening on Sunday is the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. Wow. And they're going to show 50 years, not 20. 50. Is
0: Tom happy. Baker going to be involved in this?
2: Um see that's the thing. I would I I'll die again if if they somehow manage to have every living doctor come in on that stage, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think that's wishful thinking.
0: See, now you're you're kind of making me wish I had actually gone to this.
2: Yeah, it yeah. would be cool. Yeah.
0: So if all these things happen, you gotta you've got to get pictures or did Well,
2: I've actually uh, I'm working on right now. I'm gonna have some really amazing audio after this um, convention because I've managed to wrangle my way into some really really good press ops and one of them i think i wrangled into today was the marvel one and the bbc doctor who one so (laughs) um but real quick because i know we're getting low on time i wanted to give um i actually wanted to quickly list off a few of the really cool things that we have um they are actually scheduling for uh, the Nerd Machine, which is one of the off events. events. Um, one of the things that's kind of cool that's been going on now with um, Comic-Con is that it's so big, people know that they can't get into it um, easily. So even though it's really cool to, to be in the middle of it, even if you're not inside the convention center, it's cool to be surrounded by all of this. It's like geek mecca is what I call it. So what we're doing this year with... Um, the Nerd Machine, which is really successful, and it's something Zachary Levi, if you've watched Chuck, um, that guy is a, a cool dude, and all proceeds from Nerd HQ and The Nerd Machine go to charity, which is really neat. So it's sort of like its own convention. And they've listed off already some of the stuff that's going on there. And um, tomorrow, actually today, as of this airing, they'll probably be sold out. But you can pay, like, I believe it's 20 or $22. And you can go to um, these events at the Nerd HQ. One of them is Nathan Fillion talking. One of them is Joss Whedon talking. Um, They have uh, video game guys there. They have um, one half of the Supernatural brothers. um, Jared Padalecki is going to be there. He was there last year. Um, So it's kind of cool. Even if you can't get into the ridiculously hard to get into Comic Con, you can go to Nerd HQ and still see these people and get autographs and hang out with geeks. So um, check out the nerdmachine.com and they are, um, the, the tickets will be going on sale. They will no doubt sell out. It's what they do. But you can go check it out and actually buy some cool stuff as well. Uh, so that being said, helpful hints for how to survive Comic-Con. Get good shoes. Make sure you have good shoes because you're going to be walking a lot. Um, you're going to be walking everywhere. Um, cash is your friend. Uh you want to be sure to have cash on hand because any and all um ATMs in the area and in the convention center proper will be sucked dry within hours. Um it's pretty pathetic when you see these sad little geeks trying to punch in their their PIN number and they can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> their, like,
0: their mom's PIN number.
2: Their mom's <laughs> PIN number. <laughs> this is which of these buttons cause your mom to come pick you up? Um so, yeah, uh, you want to bring cash because you'll want to buy things. And a lot of the vendors in the convention hall, they will may not be able to take debit card because it costs money to take debit cards, and a lot of them don't want to pay that. Um, for your hotel, what you want to be sure to do, if possible, is ask for a refrigerator. If there's not one in the room, sometimes they have um, the portable ones that they can bring up to you. So the first thing you want to do is check on that because – Eating in San Diego is very expensive and you need to eat to keep up your strength because it is a marathon of uh, just craziness that you're going to be going through. So if you're able to get a refrigerator for your room, there's a Ralph's Grocery Store down the way from the convention center. You will find a ton of people are heading there to get food that's cheap and easy to make and carry with them and keep in their room because like I said, it's very expensive to eat in San Diego. Um, one thing you need to do is be sure to not try and eat food at the convention center if you can keep from it because it's very expensive and you're going to pay like 14 to $15 for a really crappy hamburger and fries. They do take debit card now. They used to not take credit or debit cards at the convention center food places. They do now, but to give you an idea, you're going to pay around almost $5 for a Mrs. Fields chocolate chip cookie.
0: That's worth it though
2: no it's not. Well, you know what though? That cookies taste damn good when you have eaten all day. Yeah. Um the other um the other thing that you can also keep an eye out for around the convention center, people are are desperately trying to shove coupons in your hands for places that they are um you know, like doing advertising for um, so you can sometimes get really good pizza deals and things like that there's a subway down the street as well but if you get one of those coupons they, they're trying to get you into some of their places so you can get like a beer and a cheeseburger just a block or two down from the convention center um, with these coupons for like five bucks so it's, it's actually keep an eye out for these coupons you can eat for the cheap um, which is a good thing um, there's plenty of free events nearby even if you can't get into co- the like i said nerd hq is one of them the others are, are the stuff like there's going to be a massive adventure time setup that adult swim and and the cartoon network they set up around the place you can go like the green hornet car was on display e- echo echo one was on display so you can find stuff like that around for free even if you can't get in There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, The cool things on the convention floor, really quick. The cool stuff on the convention floor that you want to take photos with, hold off until Sunday because it'll still be there. Um, Like the big giant ogres from uh, the Lord of the Rings that they had on display last year. You can wait for that. Don't waste your time on stuff that you can come back to later because trust me, you're going to be waiting in line for a very long time. And with that, um, water, protein bars... Things that you can carry around, and don't mess around. If you want your exclusive stuff, go grab it the minute you get in there on Wednesday night. And that's all I got because um, we're about to run out of time. So Troy, thank you. Th-
0: thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for tolerating me for an hour.
2: Yes, um, and I I love you. I'll I'll tolerate you forever.
0: Aw. Aw. That was sweet.
2: Yes, and and maybe I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So with that, thank you for um, joining us on Fangirl Radio tonight. Um, I will not be on next week cuz of Comic-Con. Um, but I will be back hopefully with some really cool stuff for you um, in the audio department. And, uh, uh, one uh, thank you again. A See dub. ya you and, got a copy and on me listen. love
1: machine. Oh, 10 for pig pen. For sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Taco Town. Yeah. We- like we got us a convoy. Arizona, noon on the 7th of June, when they highballed over the pass. Bulldog Mac with a cannon back and a Jaguar hauling ass. He's 10 on the floor, stroking bores, seat cover starting to gain. Now, Beaver, you a-truckin' with a rubber duck, and I'm about to pull a plug on your drink. On glass. One thousand petals was mashing the metal, and bears was a walk in the grass. we trucked all day and we trucked all night, Big Benny improving our style. We could tell by the smell we was heading for hell, and the devil was dirty lyle.